Have you been enjoying the adventures of our characters in Rumble Squad and Serviceable Plots? Or getting into the nitty-gritty rules for 5th edition? Support us on Patreon. By contributing as little as $1 a month, you'll get to hear exclusive content and updates before anyone else. Our higher-level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and even a chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. Yes, you can hear our silly, out-of-character shenanigans, and even cause some of your own by influencing the story. Our producer-tier patrons listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to our producer-tier patrons, Johnny Torres, for serving as producers on this episode. We also want to thank our adventure-tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Feral Joe, Matt Fry, Mosiru, Shosuru Ajo, Grimfuse, Ryan Glasgow, Jeremy Kleinhans, and a Linux fan. To join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. By joining our patrons, you enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. And if you're not able to support DND Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Next week will be Serviceable Plots, Episode 32. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, Episode 31. Did you discover this place? And with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic. Hi, this is Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Khonshu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm playing Nissa Turin, the gnome arcane trickster rogue. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Scribner Shannon Whitecliffe, the human rogue fighter. Last time, after a brief confrontation with the artificer Immerdell, who had attempted to capture them, the party found the prototypes they were looking for. They searched the workroom and interrogated Immerdell before leaving her with the authorities of the town. The party then continued the journey towards Mandeville, where they had some intense conversations. Belinda was questioned on her identification papers that seemed to give her more access than any normal person within the Empire. Akiva explained his people's feelings on constructs and the perversion of the cycle of life and death, and Scriv learned that his encounter with Umbra was due to the fact that the shadowy patron sensed something in Scriv that implied more than a simple human heritage. With these thoughts on their minds, they traveled on to the small town of Mandeville. You guys uh, continue on trying your telepathic and out loud communication back and forth. That doesn't work very well. Akiva has learned how to have boring chit chat with Belinda, though, so I'm sure he can make a good banter about the things we see along the roadway. Except I would like to point out he doesn't find it boring at all. We try to be normal when passing by other people. By the way, Akiva, mask? Oh yeah, we're traveling. I haven't had it off since we woke up this morning. Just confirming. Yeah. So, you press on, and uh, after a few hours, eventually see several buildings. uh, Dark wooden rooftops, cypress wood walls. You hear as you get closer a babbling creek as you begin to approach the town of Mandeville. A little ways off from the town, you see a large forested area, and you know that the town is primarily known for its wood production, leatherworking, and animal husbandry. They help to raise hunting animals and mounts. As you approach, the sun is beginning to set. Where are you headed? I'm assuming just to try and find the inn? Yeah, we were looking for the tavern. Okay. It doesn't take you too long. It's one of the larger buildings in the area, but you do see a little ways off a sign for an inn and tavern called the Slaughtered Eagle. Cute. It's a timber frame two-story building. You see a yellow tile roof, a chimney with like a little bit of smoke coming out, softly blowing uh, chimes by the door. You can see through the windows, it's well lit inside with several torches. But as you walk in, you do notice uh, there aren't a lot of people in here. Maybe a half dozen at most, as well as uh, one human man that's kind of behind the bar. Several other people just kind of scattered around. Uh, You actually see a gnome off kind of fixing a table in the back corner that looks really dirty, but overall just little corners that don't seem like they're kept up so much. Like you actually see a few cobwebs on a couple of the corner tables. They don't get many visitors. (laughs) No. You guys uh, hungry? I figured we could go order some food. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's about dinner time. Indeed. All right. Let's uh, shuffle up to the barkeep. You approach and you see standing there a human male uh, is wearing kind of tan clothing, a little heavy set. Clothes are maybe a little bit tight on him, actually, uh, like he's wearing the wrong size. He has long chestnut hair, which is drawn into a, a foot long braid, and he has bright green eyes. What can I do for you today? Sorry. Uh, hi. We're just looking to get some food to start. We've been traveling on the road. I have oat bread at the moment. I have a meatball burger as well, and several tankards of beer and ale. I'll take a meatball burger, please. That's good for me, too. Make it three. Very good. And he kind of wanders off into a back room. I assume you guys are good with ale. I'll just ask for something else. I'll say, we'll also be looking for a place to stay. Ah, that is no problem at all. How much is it per night? Are you looking for individual rooms or communal room? Do you guys want to share a room or? Sure, as long as there's beds. We have enough rooms for up to four beds. Okay, yeah. Room with three beds would be great. That would be uh, three silver per night. Okay. Very good. I will be right back with your food. Thank you. Is it just me or does this guy talk really slowly? He saunters off, by the way. He is. I was trying to be polite and just let let him talk. What's a burger? I heard the word meat. Yeah, he said meatball, so it's a meat-based food. And I will say, I mean, it's a change from Nemo, I guess. Yeah, if you split the difference, there might be one normal person between the two of them. So after a few minutes, he brings two slices of bread and between them, three spherical balls of meat that looks like they have had spices on them and some form of sauce. Is it a ground meat? Looks like it. And he presents them to all of you and puts out a mug of ale for each of you. I I don't drink ale, sorry. Do you have something without alcohol? We have fresh water from the nearby lake. Water be lovely, yeah. Excellent. Mm, He will get you some water. Does he walk slowly away? (laughs) Yeah, he walks kind of slowly. He just does everything slowly. This is a, not a big town. I guess they take things at their own speed here. Maybe that's why. Uh, and I'm going to look around to see like who's here. You said it's not a lot of people. Do they look like they're locals or travelers like us? I want to take a look at the clientele. Rural perception. Uh, 23. The majority of the people here look like they are locals. However, the gnome that's like seems to be having a little bit of trouble fixing one of the chair legs. You do catch that... The armor is that she's wearing is way too nice for the town that you're in. And the clothing looks like worn from travel. Okay. I'm not going to comment particularly. How are the burgers? I mean, the meat, there's tons of spice and flavor to the meatballs, but they're a little dry. This is a really good burger. Best burger you've ever had, wouldn't you say, Akiva? Only burger I've ever had. Is there anything else I can do for you? We're uh, looking for work, if you've heard of any jobs. Ah, um, you wouldn't have happened to have won some money from my friend in Orenthal? Quite possibly, that could be us. He is quite the talker, isn't he? Oh yeah, we've definitely met who you're talking about. Oh, you mean Canathar? Yes. Sorry, this is one of those times there's sort of an unspoken understanding that we're, we're not going to name names. Oh, uh, sorry. Well, I assume then that you are the ones he is here to retrieve the item. Yes. We're kind of professionals at retrieving things. And he'll kind of like lean over the bar a little bit to get it a bit quieter. Alright. He requested I keep tabs on a individual known as Wolf Hunter. Awesome name. The Goliath woman. She procures items for a cultist group hiding out in the Calm Grove nearby. Do we know who the cultists are, or is it just generic cult A? Well, there is someone who is doing a job. We have uh, members of the Staff Federation on their own separate job here that have attempted to acquire information from this group. I believe she may be of assistance to you. So what I'm hearing is there's someone else we could talk to. Yes, but, well, they're on their own job at the moment. The one thing that our mutual friend, however, 
asked me to find is a uh, small red and black tuning fork. Just like a normal tuning fork. It's said to ring such an unpleasant sound to hurt the ears. Okay. It is apparently a component. I had tracked this tuning fork and Wolf Hunter had acquired it for this group. And last I know, she had arrived in this area within the Calm Grove with it. The Calm Grove is where the the tuning fork is? That is where this cultist group is. She had acquired it for them. What can you tell us about this cult? Because I think you're asking us to, um... Infiltrate a cult, get tuning fork, leave. Yeah. Should I bring over the Staff Federation member who helped to acquire more information? Yeah. Definitely could put our heads together. Nissa. Huh, well, yeah? What? You recall the friends I discussed with you earlier? Yeah? Is this them? Are they here? So, would you like to describe what you look like? Leather armor. At the moment, fairly clean, fairly well-maintained. Long, black, scraggly hair. Pale skin. A few freckles across her face. Very bright blue eyes. You also notice on her studded leather armor that there are symbols of Yadumin, the good dwarven god of smithing. Sorry, Nissa? It was? Hi, yeah. Have we met before? Wait, Belinda? Yeah. You two know each other? I did some work for your brother. Yeah, I thought you were getting into crafting or working as an artificer or you're very armored for a tinkerer. Well, thank you. I do the occasional bit of tinkering here and there. It's I didn't take it up full time. I just do it every now and then. So now you work for the Staff Federation? Not so much. My companion works for them. I'm kind of aiding her in this endeavor. So you have a partner? I do have a partner, yes. We just arrived at town. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Is your partner here? Not currently, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. Sorry, it's just uh, a lot of things have been happening. Just uh, what an odd coincidence. So you know Belinda. My name is Scriv. This is Akiva. Hi, I'm Akiva Kanju. Hi, nice to meet you guys. Why don't you describe what you look like? So you will see uh, an elf in scale mail with a hood attached to it and a mask that almost looks like a skull of a crow on. If you look at the hands, it's very pale skin. If you look at the face, you will see deep red eyes and then medium length hair that's just off the shoulder that's all white. Blend is just a your average half-elven woman. She has silver hair. She keeps shoulder length, just a simple cut. Currently wearing a bright blue cloak over some studded leather armor and boots. And her only like ornamentation is an amulet of a dar, which is the uh, image of a, of a blank scroll. And otherwise, she just looks like a person with a cool cloak. Scriv is in between Belinda and Akiva in terms of height. He has tanned skin, uh, kind of a bulkier build than either of these two people. Long, blonde, curly hair that's kind of kept up in a ponytail now since we haven't gone for a haircut. He's wearing studded leather armor that is patchwork, that is not well maintained. On his left hip, he has a buckler with a cornucopia, and on his right, he has a sword made of stone. And on his lower back, he has a shovel. So sorry, uh, maybe you could bring us up to speed on what you're up to then, Nissa. Sounds like we're going to be working together. Looks like it. What do you need to know? Well, are you going to be joining us in the field or are you just giving information? I certainly have information. That information may come with a price. Ah, you're looking to sell us some tips. I could actually use some help. My partner that I'm working with was supposed to meet me back here. She hasn't arrived. How long? It's been a day. She's a day late returning. I'm a little concerned. I haven't received any messages from her lately. She infiltrated the cultist space. And it's not like her to not check in, it sounds like. No. Well, you'll be happy to know that keeping people safe is kind of our specialty. So uh, I guess maybe you have a better lay of the land. So far, we've just heard from... Sorry, what was your name? Leo Dighton. Sorry, we we just get to be all business when we're hungry. I completely understand. Another ale, please. Of course. Nissa, as well? Please, yes. I will be right back. And I guess you're just fixing chairs while waiting for your partner to come back? 
I felt the need to keep busy, keep my mind off certain things, and uh, this place could, you know, use a little help here and there. I suppose you've kept your skills up. I try to, yeah. We're just trying to figure out what's going on. I'll fill them in with as much as I can do, like what myself and Erin did when we came here, and then scouting out the forest, scouting the base, tell them about the base itself and the location and all that kind of stuff. Could you sketch that out, Scriff, with the detail provided? Yeah. So I sketch out the map. It's like, it's not my best work. If I if we really wanted something good, I would need better tools, but... We're, we're not going to publish it. It's just for reference. <laughs> I can also show you the exact place it is. I can take you there. Well, yeah, that would be good too, though it is getting rather late. I. What do we know about the movements of the cultists and what are they worshipping? Well, have you heard of a guy called Tenebris? Yeah. Yeah, we're aware. Yeah. They follow him. I hate coincidences. Once is a coincidence, twice is happenstance, and three times is a really, really unlucky habit. Well, this looks like it's a... Trap. It it feels like a trap. Uh, We have a particular grievance against Tenebris. Oh? I'd say it's personal, but I don't personally care that much. We just know he's dangerous. Well, I now also have issue with this guy and his followers. So then how do we want to infiltrate? Do we want to try false facing or do we want to just go in there dark of night? Your thought is that they have discovered your friend's intentions and are holding her. That's what I'm afraid of. How did your friend infiltrate? We disguised her to look like a new recruit. We had overheard there is a specific saying that you need to get into the cave itself so we dressed her to look as much like one of them as we could and she went in what do they look like they wear dark robes with a symbol on it was a skull and spine in gray out of character does nissa have minor illusion yes so nissa can just hologram it hey that's really cool oh you cast spells (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't know that (laughs) i have a few up my sleeve not many, but a few. I could do that too, and I'll, I'll literally cast the same thing. So sorry, well, that's awesome. What was the passphrase? It was, through learning we excel, through undeath we excel forevermore. Do you know if they're doing anything like trying to raise the dead? Yeah. I think this just made it personal for Akiva. A little bit. He's anti-undeath. Yeah, I can get that. Well, that's a concerning passphrase. I mean, are they recruiting people? Like, are they looking for new people to join here in the town? My problem with infiltrating as a group of new recruits would be they've already, possibly, caught someone trying to sneak in that way. They'll be super suspicious of anyone else who tries to sneak in that way. I'm more leaning into we just physically sneak in and then burn the place to the ground. Yeah, okay, that's a bit extreme. Well, my one thought is, uh, I don't know how to say this without making myself look bad. I'm not really good at sneaking. I'm sort of just a regular person. I know Scriv is pretty, um... Adept. Yes. Nissa, is that in your wheelhouse? I mean, you've seen my size, right? It's... Yeah, it's in my wheelhouse. I mean, we know that you have done artificery work, you have fixed chairs, and that you can do magic. (laughs) So... I'm a woman of many skills. (laughs) Yes, I, I have been known to sneak my way into a variety of places, so it's not a problem. My worry is if we all stick together, I would be concerned that I might accidentally um, compromise the stealthy abilities of the group. I have also forgotten that I have this. Your armor, you mean? Yeah. I mean, it's riskier, and, and I get your point that they've already discovered someone, but um, Akiva and I are better at talking our way into places than we are at sneaking our way to places. I don't know if you remember that time that um, you climbed into the tunnel, Scriv. I was trying to be very polite. So what if we're not like cultist cultists, but we're just muscle who are we're friendly to the cause? Oh, I was gonna say maybe we go in as academics who are interested in learning since that seems to be a key part of their messaging. That's fair. I've got academic background. Akiva is a spellcaster, so we could split up if you guys wanted to try to sneak in because I don't If they have found out your friend, maybe we could distract while you get your friend out and find this tuning fork. But at the same time, that means we are two and two. We do not have the strength of all being together. 
if um, things should go awry and turn to violence, as I think Akiva is subtly hoping it will in the end. Eventually. Hey, if anything's happened to my friend, I'm with him. I burn the place down. Well, let's focus on the objectives first, and, and then we'll talk about the burning it to the ground. So, Tony, based on what this has explained about the movement patterns, like, how many cultists, do we know how many cultists we're looking at? Like, is it like 20 guys? Is it like 150 guys? From what she's seen, she's seen probably a couple dozen patrolling, and she's seen even shift changes that she realized were, were happening. So there's at least a few dozen so guns blazing is off the table. And the the lake exit looks like it's guarded as well at all times, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't feel like fighting underwater. That seems really difficult. I- Akiva, back me up on this. Are there different types of undead? Like maybe unintelligent ones? Yes. So there's unintelligent ones that don't raise an alarm. They might just shamble or attack us. Sentries, essentially. Yeah, which means that if we're able to take those out, that might be a less well-guarded point of entry. I'd learned that they're trying to work towards having intelligent undead. I don't think they're there yet, as far as I know. That's worrying, but all right. Nissa, could you show us like what the undead you saw looked like? Because I know, Akiva, you're kind of a, a bit of a, an expert on different types of undead. I have some experience. Using, I assume, minor illusion. Yep. Akiva... Considering their movements, they look like they might just be zombies down there. So I'll relay that. Yeah, they're, they're probably just mindless zombies. So, but we're clear about our goals are. Our goals are to identify what happened to your friend and make sure that she is free to leave. There's no way she would have joined them, right? No, absolutely not. She works for the Staff Federation? Yes. Okay, so how big is this place, though, Tony? Like, is it extremely large? Like, if we went in different ways, how far apart would we be? Considering the area, it's hard to tell because it's underground. So Nissa didn't go inside. Based off of the two entrances she knows about. It's not like a massive underground complex that's like a quarter mile long or something. You'd probably guess it's maybe a few hundred feet at most at any given crossing point. But that's just based off of knowing where two of the entrances are. Okay. Well, so what are other approaches then? I've laid out just one, what would be another way for us to get in and achieve our objectives without jeopardizing either of them? What about getting to this Wolf Hunter character? That's an option. Having Wolf Hunter give a formal introduction as people who are friendly to the cause would probably work. Did you meet this Wolf Hunter Goliath, um, Nissa? I have seen him. Maybe she has a price. How much do we know about Tenebris? You know about Tenebris. You know very well. You don't know everything. You don't know all like the littler details, but you know a lot. So then we can definitely pass as Tenebris enthusiasts. Basically, you could probably pass for low to mid-low level like knowledge of Tenebris very easily. Researchers was, was my take, because then we could be looking for more information, but we'd have a really good foundation. That's good. Akiva, what about your um, connection? Maybe you could uh, ask Abra what he could do to help us in this scenario, because he should be personally motivated to ensure we are successful in rooting out this cult. Also, you've talked about burning this to the to the ground. I just want to make sure this is a you decide to burn to the ground, not you're being encouraged. It's undead, if that gives you any inclination. Okay, just just checking in. It just so happens that our... Our intentions align right with this since it has to deal with Tenebris and he's not the biggest fan. Okay. But yeah, I'll ask. Um, he might literally just say, just take care of it, but I'll, I'll ask and see what he says. And then I will silently, do you have any input or help you would like to give us, Umbra? Roll charisma. 25 with a natural 20. You reach out and the whisper right behind your ear, get inside. Find out what they know what they are planning, then remove them. That would be my suggestion, Akiva. Okay. So while Akiva's doing that, um, I think we'd be continuing to look at and understand the uh, the movements. And these are all uh, humanoid cultists that you saw, Nissa, who are doing the patrols? Yes, yeah, humanoid, yep. So far, we've been pretty successful using our words to get through situations to get in, but what what is your thought? You are, in a sense, very close to this. What does your gut say? Words are not my strong suit. I'm better with the sneaky and the stabby. If that's your strong suit, 
I will go along with that. I just want to get my friend out the safest way possible. But take these guys down if we can. We'll do whatever we can to get them out. Did your friend have a false name she was going to give them that we could ask about or would listen for? Tony, did we give Erin a false name or did she just use her own? (laughs) We hadn't commented on it. But you know, on a few things, she's just gone by Moonbrook. Gotcha. Okay. We could go tonight if we feel like darkness would be to our advantage, but I think maybe we should sleep on it. Also, sorry, is Leo still here? You guys seemed like you might want to talk about this privately, so he's nearby, but he's not, like, right there. Sorry, Leo, would you be able to come notify us if a wolf hunter comes into town tomorrow? Absolutely. I would be happy to inform you. Thank you. Because that would, I think, to Scripps' point, be a, a great uh, entry point to have some sort of credibility go again. Doesn't mean they won't be suspicious. Thank you, Leo. Happy to help. Any more ale for anyone? Yes, please. Nissa, can you roll an intelligence check for me? Okay. 22. Okay. I'll tell you what that means in a minute. So we're definitely thinking we want to sleep on this? Yes. No. Yes. I mean, yes. Partly to process and see if there's any other way to look at it. Maybe to get some more information, because, uh, I mean, this, you did a great job getting, like, the layout overall of the place and the, their movements. But I think maybe we could get some more from Wolf Hunter on maybe specific locations for what we're looking for, because it might be... It's underground, so who knows how big it could be. And also, Scrib, I guess that gives us a chance to brush up on our tenebrous knowledge and make sure we are ready to, um... Help everyone else stay on task with their tenebrous knowledge? Yeah, well, Akivido knows quite a bit, but... Nissa, do you know a lot about tenebrous? Not a great deal, just... We'll just, we'll brush up and just make sure we're prepared with all of our abilities. Sorry, Nissa, so we talked a little bit about what you can do. You're sort of a generalist, I guess? You do a lot of different things? Bit of magic, you mentioned stabbing. I can be decent with a sword and a dagger, and I can also, I have a few spells up up my sleeve. I can sneak and fit into small spaces pretty easily. How good are you at hand signals? I mean, I only tend to know the rude ones. I was gonna just throw a couple of quick uh, thieves can't hand signals. Oh, I respond back. Okay. So uh, I think I mentioned my abilities are uh, mostly of the knowledge and speaking variety, less so of the anything else physical she has a knife but if she needs to use the knife things have gone very wrong oh i could do a bit of healing good to know because i do tend to get myself into trouble so uh, yeah oh boy okay akiva has a a blade yes so i have my kopesh and then i also do a fair bit of magic he's waving that around very lightly it is a beefy heavy blade what does uh scrib's face look like as akiva hefts the blade out mild concern do I notice these concerned looks? <laughs> Roll insight. Aww. Because crit fail. <laughs> no, you don't notice the concerned look because I figure your eyes are on the blade. Yeah, very much drawn to the blade. So yeah, I, I use the Kopesh and then um, I have a fair bit of magic that I use. Where's the blade from, may I ask? It's a family heirloom. Hmm, okay. Have you seen a blade like this? It looks familiar, yeah. Really? Ah, where? (laughs) I've seen a drawing of a blade like this somewhere I've been very recently. What else was in that drawing, if I could ask? A lot of god stuff. Go on. (laughs) Where was this? Could you possibly recreate that in illusion form? Could I create some of it? Yeah, you can focus on specific points, yes. Can Nissa draw? Because we've got plenty of implements if Nissa can sketch. I could sketch it, yeah. Dump all the equipment. Go ahead and roll dexterity. 17. So, Nissa, you remember pretty well what the room looked like, so you start to draw, and you kind of, as you are drawing it, it looks pretty accurate. You're not 100% sure if each image is in its right place from what you saw, but you guys see several different uh, images of uh, some weapons, some armor a staff, uh, some odd little ends of items here and there all throughout, and a, uh, a crystal. Staff and crystal, please. More details, please. Yes. Uh, based off the drawing, a crystal is kind of D8 shaped. It's 
somewhat near where the staff and the kopesh are drawn. But could it be a, an artistic representation of the staff that we have a piece of and the crystal? Considering the staff and how it's drawn, it might be. Nissa is drawing the fact that it is a white staff. What's kind of surrounding the kopesh? Like, is it being wielded by a god or is it? Every item in here is just the item. There's also part of the problem is like, some of the drawn items have like seem to have chunks missing out of it, which Anissi can explain. Like the walls were crumbling a bit. Like nothing there was perfectly intact. Where what, can can I go see this? Can I? I have a very visceral need to go to wherever this mural is. You really sure you'd want to go there? Where is it? It's in the Regoran woods. Where is that? A long way away from here. It's outside of the Vrimmer Empire. It's farther west than the Nephany and south of Solana. This uh, is something we're interested in. Scrib, do you maybe want to explain a little bit about your background? There's a particular amulet that I was studying that was found in an area that had a similar mural to this. I point to the staff bit. We have a part of this thing, or at least we think we don't know. We think it's some kind of artifact but we need to research it more. So the mural we had was incomplete. If your mural is more complete, I need to see this thing. There was a lot to that room. There was a lot of detail, probably more than I have been able to scribe down here briefly. Sounds like you definitely need to see it, although it's a trek. And getting to that part of the world itself difficult and then getting down it's within old ruins which sounds like it's right up your alley sounds like home yeah did this place have a name never home never home does that ring a bell for you scriv you can roll a history check can i have helped tony yes 20 24 you've never heard of it never heard of it well that in itself isn't that pretty significant you would have heard of this place wouldn't you think scriv not if it's outside of the vremer expansion it's also been buried for a long time how long are we talking hold on nissa did you discover this place i don't know if we were the first to discover it but but it's not like a, a dig site or that's being worked no because the area it was in it, it wouldn't be allowed to go dig there, I don't believe. Allowed? You would have to ask permission. Otherwise, you would get in a great deal of trouble. Ah, sacred sites, okay. Wait, who would you get in trouble with? The Lady of Spirits. So magical entity. Is this some sort of local representative of a particular faith? The land out there is... <sighs> strange, for one. It's divided, and there are guardians. They call them guardians. The Lady of Spirit is a guardian over this particular segment of land. Are they magical? Oh yeah. You wouldn't want to go against her, you wouldn't want to displease her, put it that way. I think she has a lot of power. Gotcha. Extremely powerful entities. She does not wish anything to be harmed within her land. She buried these ruins. She buried them? Yeah. So extremely powerful. Oh, I was gonna say extremely secretive. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know. No, uh, perhaps this is a secret that she's keeping for a reason. I don't mistrust that. Is this a mortal? It doesn't sound like it. I don't know. I don't know enough about her, to be honest. You guys sound like you're into... Weird stuff? Weird stuff! <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be a wrong assumption. Well, I know Scrib is particularly trained to study things like this. We did find an item down there. Something I'd not come across before. A very interesting item. You spoke a name, and then you could go see that person. Scrying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think artificers have constructed such things, but you're saying this was in an ancient... Was this, like, Elven? Or this place? I believe... Tony, was there a mixture of Elven and Dwarvish? Yes. Scrib Dwarven and Elvish? It's exactly like the Ruin over in Veripol. Totally different part of the land, and yet constructed probably by the same people at the same or within the same time, right? Which was, what, before the Age of Barbarians? Tony, is there any historical record of an empire that stretched that far? That's massive. Not from what you've done research on. If these claims are true, 
if there's no like published record, I've been doing research in this field for a while. You've been doing research on the Silverkeep ruins, which is during the Age of Barbarians. The age before that, however, the Age of Separation is a fairly new field of research for you overall. Yeah, but I think basically Mike's point for Scriff is this is a big deal. <laughs> you have not found an empire that stretches this span and you have no known notations of others having commented on this. This might be a discovery, like a major academic discovery. Yeah, no, this is huge. Wow, uh, you mentioned this really casually just because you recognized a sword. I don't know if you realize that this is like something people like me or like Scriv wait our lifetimes to discover. So, thank you. You're welcome. I'll look over at Scriv. What is Scriv doing? Scriv is just mentally going over every single assumption that was made about the Silverkeep ruin and trying to extend that scope over an empire because it didn't it explains why it didn't match up with dwarven or elven it's just that it's like a very specific time period it, it's a conspiracy board he is just building a conspiracy board in his brain well let's give stew i think for a little bit so sorry yeah so the staff federation is here not to rescue your friend that's um that's apparently my job yeah sorry she's she's here because the staff federation have had research tomes stolen and they would like them back so she was here to reacquire them with my aid uh, research on what if i may ask various planes of existence tomes on planes of existence that have been acquired by this cult of tenebris you can probably understand why they want them back oh uh, particularly because i think we found that i feel like there's too many coincidences happening we found some tomes on planes that were missing from Orenthal. Just seems like a funny coincidence. We, I think, might also have a vested interest. Uh, but wait, the Staff Federation wants these books? Yes, they they want them returned. A lot of the researchers at the um, Staff Federation, I believe Daryl himself had input on these research notes. So yeah, they want them back. Daryl Mavis, so it's Daryl Mavis's research notes, which isn't what we're looking for, but is in the same vein. Do you think that there's a chance that they're studying the same time period, the same ruins? I would think so. Are they not aware of the Silverkeep ruins then? Maybe not. Wait, you're telling me this is all tied into some ruins? What? I will say we have a bit of bias to look for that being the solution to things. So I think we just need more information, but I think we're even more on board with Getting this stuff back. This is a lot. Um, you okay, Scriff? I need to sleep. I've dealt with way too many revelations today. I'll put a hand on his back. It's okay, buddy. Scriff, why don't you head to bed? This I'd love to chat with you a little further. Uh, Akiva, how are you doing? I'm okay. Maybe you want to go connect a bit. I'll see. Yeah. Sorry, Nis. We've a lot has happened today. Uh, prior to arriving here, we've now heard a lot about. Well, I guess what you've been doing, but you haven't heard that much about us. Not much. And what I've heard is really confusing. Yeah, I'm actually good to stay here. Uh, so, but Scriv is going to, um... Sleep. Recover, introvert a bit, because it's been long. So, as you guys are just there, Scriv wanders off to bed. So, Nissa, um... Sorry, I guess I'll explain to Akiva. Uh, Nissa worked, um, with my brother when he was still in Orenthal. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you were training to be an artificer? Or just doing work for an artificer? Not so much training, just... I kind of have that ability anyway, so... I needed the work, so, yeah. Understandable. Cecil always spoke really highly of your, your abilities and your nimble hands. Yeah, I could do okay. Um, and I will... I'm going to pull out my little clockwork toy, Tony, and set it out in front of them, show them. Which one? The good one. <laughs> okay. So she pulls out this little clockwork cat. You made this? I made this, yeah. That's really cool. This doesn't offend you, does it, Akiva? It's got a big little wind-up thing on the back. It's a toy. It's clockwork. It's There's nothing living about it. We've recently had encounters with, like, automatons and other... Like the ones at Orenthal, the patrol. Uh, they're a little upsetting to Akiva. Oh, so, so sorry, so what have you been doing since then, besides, I guess, getting into stabbing and magic and working with the Staff Federation, but not being part of the Staff Federation? Just trying to get my head around the story. 
just all sorts of everything. I turn my hand to what I can. Just odd jobs here and there. Recently done some adventuring with a group. I was out in, you know, Neverhelm. Yeah, the Rigorum. Mm-hmm. How long ago was this? Because it's a pretty long trek from the Rigorum. It does help having a friend who knows the magic, so she did make some of the journey a lot shorter. Ah, uh, did a little bit of teleportation. Got back a few days ago, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, do you, so you're just a free agent at the moment? Pretty much, just, yeah. Not working for anybody? I work for lots of different people. Keeping your options open? Interesting. And uh, the Yadumid armor? Are you religious? Oh, that... No, not one bit. Someone I was traveling with was very, very, very into Yadamine. A dwarf? Yeah, yeah. That checks out. He taught endlessly about either Yadamine or forging, but thankfully he gave me this very nice armor, so... You're not pro-Yadamine or forging? No. Just kind of a neutral stance on all the gods in general? Neutral's a word for it? Gods? Eh, not your thing? No. Well, cards at the table. I've been a follower of Adar for some time. I don't know if that came up in our previous time. So I am a follower of Nezalem. Tony, do I know <laughs> do I know who that is? Um go ahead and roll religion. Twenty-one. Yeah, Nezalem being the god of death, uh, kind of a god of transition from this life to the next. Interesting god you serve there. Like a like a family god. Would say uh, everybody in well okay, more more everybody in my family worships Neslam, so kind of pass down teachings. Sorry, just, well this kind of ties back to Akiva we mentioned Akiva's hatred of of undead. It's you know for partly for religious reasons, right, Akiva? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's essentially it. Well, this I, I feel like you've been really helpful. I don't know how much trust there is between us since we just met. Oh, uh, maybe an hour ago. What's the deal with your friend? It's not just someone. It's not just an associate. Someone you're working a job with. It seems a bit more important than that. She's my sister. Okay, so yeah, we save her. By all means. Yeah. I, I understand that. You know what it's like to, to be missing someone? I don't want to talk about her right now. Wait, I I heard your name, Akiva, not too long ago. I heard your name from someone I met in the Regorum. From who? I believe... Her name was Talori? How long did she say she was here for? <laughs> I don't think she said. She just she's here in this plane for the moment, for the time being. It seemed like maybe she was here for a particular purpose, but she was l- looking for you, I believe. Uh, Akiva, I think you could take your mask off at this point. I will lower my mask. I knew it. <laughs> so hi, my name is Akiva Kanchu. I'm a Shadarkai. And yes, I am, I'm from the Shadowfell. So she's here? She was a few days ago, yeah. Fifteen days ago. Thank you. What was she doing? I tried getting information out of her. She was reluctant to tell us. Just that she was on this plane for, for a time being. She was within the Lady of Spirits territory. She seemed to be possibly working for her or with her for a time. Beyond that, I don't really know. Is that normal, Akiva? Do Shadarkai usually work with someone on the material plane? Not generally. We're only here to witness deaths and then... Maybe she left. It's possible. She was the closest person to me when I lived at home, and she at times definitely shared my beliefs. So, wait, 15 days ago is when you, or approximately is when you saw her, Nissa? Mm-hmm. Here, or at least on the material plane. So Akiva had a, a vision that she indicated she needed his help. How long ago, Akiva? About eight days ago, which would then match up her being on this plane. Then she'd be able to somehow reach out and contact you. Did, was she? Did she have magical abilities? As far as I know, she doesn't. Well, you said this Lady of Spirits was incredibly powerful. She could have helped her. Well, I guess this doesn't change our plan to magically contact her. No. Yeah, but I, it might make it a bit easier since she's not on another. It's true. Did she seem well, Nissa? She seemed to be, yes. That's good. Doesn't seem like anything harmed her. Are you okay, Akiva? I'm okay. I'm more concerned as to why she's here, but as long as she's okay, that's it's a good thing. But you're thinking she wouldn't be assigned here to watch a death and then be 
working with someone, that just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up, no. Generally, after you watch a death, you're required to come back immediately. Um, so she has to be here of her own volition, which is weird because I'm not sure how she would have gotten here by herself. Yeah, there's just a lot of questions with how she got here and why she's here. It's very concerning. She's someone you've trusted, right? So you would assume she has a good reason. She wouldn't be here unless there was a good reason. I guess we'll just have to get back to Orenthal and Nomoa can make the spell scroll so we can message her. Other than just heading straight to the Gorm, but it seems like a long journey from what you guys have said. I mean, unless Nissa's friend can magically get us all there faster. And I know Scriv is going to have some goals related to this archaeological discovery. Yeah. <sighs> and we have this job. So there's a lot. <laughs> do our days get longer or shorter? I can't tell because they're so full of things to do. It seems like they're getting longer. Sometimes I miss the times I was back at Orenthal, just working at a desk. I'm sorry I brought such complication into your life. Really, I am. You didn't start at all. You're just one glowing facet of it. <laughs> so, Nissa, cards on the table. Is there anything we should know about you? No. How much did Talori tell you about me? She mentioned that she was looking for you. She didn't say much, but she seemed... She seemed concerned, and she seemed like she wanted to see you again, like it had been some time. It's been a bit over a year and a half. A lot has changed in that time, hasn't it? A lot has changed. I'm very interested to see how she's handling it here in this plane. She might not have loved where we lived as much as I did, but she at least felt a bit more in her element there, whereas I feel a lot more in my element here. So what you're saying is she's not very, um, expressive? Does that seem right, Nissa? Yeah, that's right. Not not much with the expressions. Nope. Generally, when we get here, none of us are, because there's no expressions where we come from. I gathered, and maybe all about following the orders, it seemed? Very much, especially because she was a uh, village guard. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know if we knew that. That's interesting, Akiva. I don't generally talk about my anybody there. I'm sorry. It just doesn't- it never comes up. Akiva, you feel a slight nuzzle kind of under your arm, and- See, Lazarus is actually out and there and just. Hey, buddy. What are you doing here? Okay, I'll start scratching one of the chin. Not to alarm you, but this is my uh, pseudo dragon, Lazarus. He's my familiar and friend. He's cute. Can I pet him? Is he... Yeah, you love it. I go and scratch. Yep, he's a little bit scaly, but he's just. What, what's he called again? Lazarus. Nice. He's adorable. Why don't you keep him out all the time? Scampers up onto Akiva's shoulders. Wish I could. We were in Orenthal recently, and I mean, you're from there. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pseudo-dragon. I would if I could. Wait, what does Lazarus eat? He doesn't eat mice, does he? He eats whatever. That's very specific. I have a mouse. I have a pet, okay? Mm, he would never hurt anybody. You have this mouse right now? What's the deal with the mouse? He's a pet. He's a... You know, just, just a little companion. I'll just, I'll try and peek him out of the pocket. Yeah, um, you will notice a small little mouse just peek out of uh, Nissa's shirt pocket. Oh, well, look, we got critters everywhere. <laughs> There's a brief moment as the mouse looks at Lazarus and ducks back under. Yeah, after all this, Tony, I'd like to incite Nissa to see if she is withholding. Nissa, go ahead and roll a deception check. Belinda, roll an insight check. Eleven. Eleven. You're having a little difficulty reading her, but she's not telling you everything. Okay. So, Nizza, I have something incredibly compromising that I was going to share with you, but I need to know that I can trust you, at least for the purposes of doing this job. So what are you not telling us? With the understanding of we are great at keeping, I am great at keeping secrets. I can attest, she is great at keeping secrets. Akiva is learning to keep secrets. He's been doing extremely well recently. <laughs> yes. I take a long look at Belinda. I make really solid eye contact. You asked if I worked for anybody in particular. I work for the Shadow Wolves. Okay. I understand. It's one of the ways you can make a living in Orenthal. Are you working for the Shadow Wolves right now on this job? Yep. Guess you want details? No, I don't actually need to know your details on that. I assume you have some leeway to decide how this job is handled and 
what gets back to the Shadow Wolves? Can I trust you to keep something secret that will help us on this job? But I would not like the Shadow Wolves to know because it is a personal secret. You can trust me. Okay. I can communicate mentally. <laughs> and you can answer. She's able to use telepathy. That's really disconcerting, but uh, probably very useful, I'm guessing. Very useful for coordinating on jobs. Um, it's hard to do this and talk out loud. So like right now, if people were watching, we're sitting in silence and just sort of looking at each other and thinking our thoughts. We're working on it. It's faster than talking, but it's also a, a unique thing that I do that I would prefer not to have everyone know. It works best if it's a secret. Okay, that's, that's fair. I completely understand. As a favor to someone who is working on a job with you, will you just not share that with the Shadow Wolves when you uh, fill them in and report on this job? Hey, it's not like I fill them in on everything all the time anyway, so... I don't know exactly how that works, so I don't want to make any assumptions. I'm assuming they have a good reason for being part of this job. I just hope it's not to acquire the same thing that we are after. No, you have no worry on that part. No. So you're just here to support the Staff Federation in getting the research notes. But okay, let's not betray each other and uh, get the job done. You don't betray me, I won't betray you. No, we're actually very uh, betrayal resistant since a, a recent incident. Akiva, do you remember what happened when we got betrayed? He died, horribly. Okay. <laughs> if it helps, he was a fiend in disguise. No, I more just meant it makes us hesitant to trust uh, because we have been betrayed before. That is why we work to maintain loyalty to those we are working with and deliver on our promises. But at this point, we, we would like to be upfront about what our goals are and make sure we're working together. And I don't know what happens after this job, but I'm hoping we are all happy with the outcome. I hope so. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also subscribe and leave us a review or a comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Catch you all next time.